Bienvenidos a la vecindad. We, We are, are las malandrinas. Breaking generational trauma through chisme y chistes. Mari Mari should just let dance or some kind of movement. Eventually we'll record that so people can see. You're gonna be all shy. You're like, I do it because nobody's watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only myself and I. And as man. And as man. <laughs> I'm just looking at the front. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me. <laughs> so, today, today's topic of discussion, uh, of discussion mm-hmm. is family guilt. So, when I mean... Oh. <clears throat> Sorry, I want to cough, but I'm not gonna. Um... Family guilt, what I mean by that is <clears throat> when a family member has, obviously, you know, as I said, guilt about something and they don't express it, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have like, like, um, I'm not going to cough. um like they hold that in right that guilt and they um i guess let it out on others so because they're carrying guilt Mm -hmm. they project it onto others yes there you go instead of expressing like what they want to say and just addressing it you know yeah yeah Okay. In simpler words, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I just try to make sense of it. I try to make sense of it, like, before this, and she gave me an example. So I was like, okay, I get it. But usually I try to, like, make sense of it so I could think of... Examples? Yeah, within mm-hmm. the family to address that. So that's why you're going to go first. No, you... <laughs> Not <You're> it. <laughs> Not it. No, because I have to think of an example. Well, the example that I thought of, mm-hmm. and I think this is what we were talking about last week, because I was like, oh, it just happened this week, which did last week. Last week was, like, we're fucking 10 days into the new year, the new calendar year. And oh my already, God. Like, ew, I've already. lived, like, 10 lifetimes in this 10 days or what? That's my number eight. <laughs> the first... One more month. One more month. Uh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Would you share with my teenager? Cause then. Oh, he's the tenth too. Yeah. <gasps> anyway, we're not talking about birthdays. Um, no, but I'm still gonna let you go. No, no, no. No, but no. I want to hear you first no. because you gave an example and I don't know if that's the one you want to go with. And so, what are you going to say? Uh, well, we talked about that one already. I know, but I wasn't sure if that's what you were going to say on the recording or if you were going to say something else. Mm, so, I have to go with something else. Um. Okay, family guilt. Huh. Okay. She's drumming with the water bottle. 
trying to think of one. Damn. Um, the pressure. There's is so on. many. <laughs> Just blur it out. <coughs> It'll come out. <coughs> it's cold. I cannot. No, no. I don't have a cold. The cold outside. That's what I mean. Estaban the wind. In the headquarters. Oh, We're yeah. in the car. Yeah. But still, me pegó el pinche frío cuando entré. So. Got it. Yeah. Um. Jesus. It's because some I can't say without saying names. <laughs> well, I think just maybe providing examples. Like if a veces we can't say the full description of it all. Mm-hmm. At least providing some examples. Mm-hmm. Guilt, guilt, guilt. Like, do I want to get personal with this or no? I mean, everything ends up being personal anyway. That's true. It's our family. <laughs> guilt. I'll start yeah. since you can't come up with something. <laughs> it's because I don't want to come up with names and shit. Oh, uh. Well, I think you could say it. I mean, we're going to say it anyway without the names. It stays yeah. anonymous. But um, for me, mm-hmm. the example that I was thinking of because I've been doing like this family project mm-hmm. for about a year now on and off mostly off i barely came back to it but within the family project i'm talking to like the elders yeah Mm -hmm. and you know without even me really suggesting like you should feel guilty about this it's just more so expressing my experiences that I've lived through within relationships within my dating Mm -hmm. and then letting them know like y'all were the example Mm -hmm. of this Mm -hmm. for the younger generation and and the examples y'all provided have been shit in a way Mm -hmm. and without even saying it like that you know like it's just that's the reality like you all gave me an example of what relationship should be and outside of them it's like just my parents they're the first example mm-hmm. of a relationship but i'm like i still once i started kind of dissecting the family i realized like fuck las mujeres in this family are willing to put up with so much just to keep things civil, según. Mm. Which ends up just harming in the long run. Mm-hmm. Harming because now I'm able to see the consequence of it. Like, at first it was me being in like, you know, being 16 and pregnant and thinking, oh, fuck, I have to be in this relationship for the rest of my life now. Because mm-hmm. because that's the example that was given by my elders. Mm-hmm. And then just knowing so early on, there's no fucking possible way 
that I will end up with this man for the rest of my life. I do not have the patience for this shit. Mm-hmm. To be continuously disrespected in that way, like, there was no way. So then I'm like, well, who has gone through that? Yeah. And that's when I kind of started dissecting, like, some of my elders, especially my mom, mm-hmm. just didn't end up with with these men that they thought they would be with for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it wasn't talked about, you know, it's more so shamed. Like, for my mom, the the situation wasn't the same as with me. Mm-hmm. Her times were totally different, and we've addressed this before, where my mom, like, ended up being a single mom because... Just, like, they didn't want her to be in partnership where, with, like, these men mm-hmm. that came into her life. And back then, it's, like, they would just let things be. Yeah. Or they would shame into creating that scenario. hmm So, for me, I was, like, okay, well, I don't really know, like, who to talk to about this to make these decisions. I just knew I'm not staying in this, right? Mm-hmm that was me early on and then now that i'm in my 30s and i get to see the younger generation like your generation Mm -hmm. that's experiencing similar things to like what the rest of us in the family have already experienced the examples that we've provided of like I don't know, like, don't go this route type of thing. Mm -hmm. But yet it still keeps, history keeps repeating itself one way or another. Mm -hmm. That, like, despite the examples that todos modos, it's like they're living through it and dealing with it. And I feel like they stay in it, at least from the information that I received from, like, my elders now. Mm-hmm. Where they're where they don't have to necessarily like give me this huge explanation for me to kind of understand like what's going on. Mm-hmm. The reality is most of us don't feel comfortable reaching out to the family for support when we make decisions decisions such as like I'm leaving this partnership because it's not working out for me and now I'm gonna be a single parent. <laughs> And because of that, that's where that, like, elder um, guilt comes in. Mm -hmm. Because they don't provide a safe space for us. They would rather project their shit onto us. And then we're left kind of feeling on our own. So, it sucks to see the repetition of it all. This cycle that I told like my elders I'm like it has to stop and they'll like be in agreement of it but it doesn't matter because if the actions aren't there to provide it doesn't mean anything yeah to provide a safe space and to provide and within the safe space it means like you have to be full on about accepting and assisting others Mm-hmm. without making them feel guilty about it it's like i get it in your times there was a lot of shame and a lot of guilt that you've carried but now 
ya estamos en different times. Mm -hmm. There's so many struggles within our generations that we're dealing with. Like, we shouldn't be at it on our own. Mm -hmm. They got to experience something as traumatic as, like, leaving what was their home, their country, coming into this one, having to start new. But in esos tiempos, they were able to actually fucking purchase a home. Mm -hmm. We're not there anymore. We can't even fucking rent a room. You know, like... So it's like... Instead of them living with so much guilt and so much shame and so much shit and trauma that they've been carrying, they should become open to seeing the reality that is, like... Now I'm able to help my family provide them a safe space and give them the opportunity that I didn't have. But because they went through so much hardships, they want us to do the same. Mm -hmm. And be like, no, you have to learn. Like, you have to go through all this shit. It's like, that's not what family is about. And I've had these conversations with, like, the elders, and I've been like, you know, I understand what your circumstances were at the time but i would hope that everything that you put yourself through to make such a decision to come to this country that you would want to lend a hand without anything in return like genuinely <clears throat> be there for others because you know how difficult it was mm -hmm. during those times But instead, there's criticism, and there's gossip, and there's more shame. Just all this repetition instead of fucking breaking the cycle and being accepting and being open and loving and caring genuinely mm -hmm. without something in return. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know if all that falls under guilt. It does. It very much does. Um, and, it, and it sucks that they have this guilt and that they project it onto us because, you know, it wasn't our fault. Mm -hmm. We had nothing to do with that. And yet they still, and even now, still continue to be projecting that guilt onto us because they couldn't give us that support, because they couldn't give us that... You know, that, like, um, how do you say that? Oh, my God, you said it, too. <clears throat> that um, helping hand, mm -hmm. you know. And because we're the ones that are breaking the cycle, they feel guilty. Like, fuck, why couldn't I do that for them? You know, mm -hmm. why do they have to be the ones to do that? But here I am. Like, not not me, but, you know, like, yeah. they're just like, you know, here I am, you know, being this elder or whatever. I could have did that change, but now it's up to them because I couldn't do that. And so now yeah. they have all this guilt and all this, you know, I guess almost resentment that we have the will to do that. We have, you know, the, the mindset to be yeah. able to break through that and not repeat their mistakes yeah and it is a mistake there is it that is. acknowledgement for sure that i've noticed mm -hmm. which is like 
what a relief mm -hmm. to know that they at least can acknowledge that now. Mm -hmm. But there's also the moments where I've noticed that it's like, oh shit, like I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. It's kind of like this, they have this like moment of like euphoria almost. Yeah, like this new new information that I just gave uh, them. Okay, okay. Yeah, so then they're, like, processing while still trying to talk to me about what I'm saying. But mm -hmm. it is a lot to process when most of these conversations aren't even, like, we just don't have them. Yeah. Um, and I've had members of the family, um, not just on one side, like, on, on both sides, tell me. Like, oh my god, you know, like, I would have never thought about it like that. Y que no sé qué más. And telling me that I'm going to do all these great things because I don't share the same mindset that they do. Y que no sé qué más. <clears throat> and it's, uh, it's uh, like, it's good because we're the ones that are breaking that chain. Yeah. But it sucks because we have all this fucking weight on our shoulders to be the ones to do that. And it sucks, but it has to be done. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm not trying to have the future generations go through this shit anymore. Like, no. What we went through in those times, trying to fucking, like, you know, break the cycle while going through the cycle. I mean, we're still one. there. Yeah. We're still very much yeah. there. <clears throat> Even if we have a whole year of this podcast, yeah. like, we're still experiencing shit, I think. It's like slow movement in a way, you know, because mm -hmm. now there is that acknowledgement of like, like, oh, Mariman and Esme are not just like <clears throat> bullshitting life here, you know, like they have shit to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the same time, we're just fucking vibing, you know, like mm -hmm. we're figuring it out. We're putting boundaries. And yeah. that's another episode to talk about. Well, I mean, no, we've talked about that before, uh -huh. but there are different types of boundaries, too. Yeah. And um, we're finally putting those boundaries up with the family, too, that, you know, not only are we here to help and stuff like that, we also have boundaries on, you know... Like, preserving our energy <clears throat> and shit. Yeah, on what we're willing to take, you know, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, at the same time... Well, at least for me, I see it like, so like I could have these conversations, you know, but I'm not always willing to have, make the time and energy for such conversations. No, same. These conversations have happened with the elders in recent times because of the project that I have going on. Mm -hmm. But overall, like I'm not really going out of my way like that to have such conversation. I don't have the energy for it. Same like here. I try... But then I'm like, it's just too much. And at first, at least a year ago, mm -hmm. actually, no, like two years ago, when I started the project, <clears throat> it was a different way of me expressing myself that I really did not have the patience. Like, if I was angry, that was going to be shown <clears throat> with mm -hmm. me, like... I don't know, like, the por si I don't talk that loud, but there would be that, like, volume within my voice. Mm -hmm. 
with anger and hurt and now i'm not there anymore i approach these conversations and i'm just chill about it because at the end like i'm not trying to lose my peace over something that for the most part like there's only so much that people are gonna change Mm -hmm. you know accept and acknowledge like there's only so much that they could do with the information that we give them Mm -hmm. um but in the end i think we're finally in a place at least for me with the family where they know like i'm just not really gonna be around like that Mm -hmm. because i have other things to focus on i'm coming into my own Mm -hmm. um the podcast has definitely helped with that but just the lived experiences as well Mm -hmm. so yeah it's a lot to process even if we don't really say like how much it is Mm -hmm. in the podcast it really is a lot to experience yeah I definitely do have um, limits and by now I'm sure the family knows that Uh, especially this past weekend example that i gave you well i'm not gonna discuss it here yeah um maybe maybe in the future but um i was approached by two family members about something let's just say something and i was not tolerating it and i let it be known that you know i wasn't gonna tolerate it and I wasn't going to discuss anything. And they took offense. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care. To explain myself. To even give them the response that they wanted. Yeah, but there was a reaction. There was a reaction. And I feel like... Ahorita yeah. um, as we're talking about <clears throat> this... I want to say, like, there's different como stages mm-hmm. to what we experience and how we go about it. And that the, the example that I'm talking about, right, mm-hmm. is a part of family guilt because they have the guilt yeah. of me doing something that they couldn't do. Yeah, and that projection. Yeah. Because as you were saying, that's what I was thinking, like, the projection of... Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Like once you start, um, como observing the the way the family projects their shit onto us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, you know how there's like the whole like stages of grieving or stages of like AA. There's like these stages for the like these steps, right? I feel like that's a thing as well when it comes to, I don't know if it's, like, breaking cycles within the family or, like, what to name it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there is because I feel like where you're at right now, the reaction to it, you know, like, like that it got you upset, that it got you to, like, say certain things or talk back in a certain way you know like setting up your boundaries Mm -hmm. it's like i feel like i was very much there at one point just constantly like pushing pushing but constantly you know because you're not around the family as much Mm -hmm. anymore Uh yeah with any family 
-hmm. it's like you're kind of keeping to yourself right now and also staying busy Mm -hmm. that would be interesting to know though what are these stages i'm sure we'll come up with them (laughs) if there's if there isn't something there already already, yeah Mm -hmm. because i feel like i'm not there anymore like i was still up until probably recently but now i just don't have the energy like it becomes exhausting Mm -hmm. to be like at least for me i've gotten to i don't even know if the word is like practice these this push in a way or breaking the cycle with like with my parents you know like it all starts within your your home Mm -hmm. um immediate family i guess yeah Mm -hmm. and for some it's to the point where they set up the boundaries that like they just they don't even bother with their family Mm -hmm. which is totally understandable you know like you don't owe that to anybody yeah and if that's your parents that you've experienced so much abuse with them like to the point where you there's like no forgiveness there's no like understanding that you just have to remove yourselves from them it's understandable you don't owe it if that's Mm -hmm. what's gonna bring you peace at the end of the day then go for it yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah i feel like with me because i'm still around like it's just becomes exhausting that i'm just like you know because at one point i guess one of the stages could also be like oh you try to kind of change them like kind of Try to get them, trying to get them to understand your perspective, but in the end, they're just not. It's like, at least for me, right? I'm past that stage, yeah. At least for me, (laughs) I did go through that too. Yeah, like at least for me, with my parents, there was a point where I'm like, I'm gonna get them to understand, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it was me reacting like aggressively, like I was just pissed or whatever, or even sitting down and trying to have a conversation for them to understand where I'm coming from. It just doesn't fucking work. Mm -mm. They have their mindset already in one way Mm -hmm. and you can't, you can't, um, change it because that's how they're like coded already. Yeah. So then it comes back to us to question, okay, well then how much am I willing to put up with it? Mm -hmm. And that's where to me, I limit my conversation. I'm just like, you're really going to drain me with this shit right now. Like I'm not trying to have this, and it's been recent conversations, too. Like, my mom will want to have a talk with me about people and stuff. And I'm just like, no. Because mm-hmm. my response usually is, she wants to talk to me about something. She has questions about, like, even you or your siblings, right? Because you're right here. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like, is she not home? Is she at work? Is she at... And I'm just like, I don't know. Uh, yes, you're my keeper. <laughs> yeah, and at first, it's like, I get it because my man and me, like, we do see each other often or we're recording or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, other times, I really don't fucking know what's going on with your life yeah. or anybody's because, like, I'm not keeping up mm-hmm. with people. And if you want to let me know what you're up to, then you'll let me know, right? Yeah. But if not, like, we're just not needing to be in contact about <clears throat> every little thing in our lives. So for her to be coming to me, like, that's, it's been, like, an obsessive thing with her lately. She's 70. She wants to know everything about everyone. Yeah, and I'm just, like, 
why <laughs> like <laughs> i don't I, my response really is like i don't know because I, I really don't know yeah that's my answer yeah and she's like like nunca sabes nada you like, know, like you never know anything and i'm just like yeah because i literally don't fucking care about people's lives like yeah. that like not in a disrespectful way but like mm-hmm. i don't need to need, know everybody's details i don't need to have like this log this notebook of cuando te saliste de tu casa y cuando regresas en a donde fuiste y con quien estabas like like if i'm texting you like hey esme i'm going to the kitchen right now okay i left the kitchen <laughs> i'm in the living room <laughs> yeah and so yeah it's it's interesting to observe but also annoying to experience yeah. at times and i just so yeah w- with this example like i'll tell her like i don't know and i really don't want to be talking to you about people like that mm-hmm. like i get it you talk to all these people you stay in <clears> touch <throat> you know people's information but like i just don't care talk to me about literally anything else like fucking talk to me about my kids mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like, that shit is also limited. Like, literally, I'll be open to her talking to me about my kids, right? hmm But there's only so much that she will understand. Yeah. Like, with one, I'm co-parenting, and with the other one, like, I know his entire schedule and what's going on and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell her, but it's like, it just kind of stays as is. Like, oh, he's in sports. And then she's like, oh, okay, well, he's busy. <laughs> and that's it. She drops it. <laughs> So I feel like this also applies, like, that obsessiveness of her wanting to know also applies to lack of communication, which I think should also be, like, a topic that we discuss because there's so much that comes from that. And it'll probably be the next episode. (laughs) We shall see. (laughs) Uh So, yeah, it's just a lot of times. Yeah, it really is. It gets draining. And, um... A similar situation for me, like, with how you are with my grandma, Mm -hmm. is me and family members um, trying to know about, like, elders that I keep in contact with and stuff like that, that I'm, like, around. Mm -hmm. And they text me first before they text or call that elder. And it's like, why are you texting me first? Why are you calling me first? Like... Go directly to the source. Like, go to their houses or something, you know? Like, go... I, I don't know. It just does that not That applies make... to that lack of communication, right? Yeah. And, again, we're gonna do that in another episode. We have so many examples <laughs> yeah. of that. And I think another topic that could come with that is... Um, discussing... We said something about it earlier. I don't remember how exactly we worded it. But basically, something along the lines of, like, yeah, we're breaking cycles and stuff, and we're Mm -hmm. changing things around. But what comes to mind within all of this is that, and and you said something about, like, having that weight on our shoulders. Uh Uh-huh. How the way that we're seen you know like for us it's kind of like we don't see it like that because we're just being ourselves and we're talking we're able to have these conversations we're fucking recording them and then we just kind of live our lives outside of this you know like we're not always having these conversations we're we could just fucking vibe and like enjoy life you know Mm -hmm. 
and we are like most of the time we're just bullshitting we're just laughing and like going with the flow yeah but the way that the family sees us is so different and i feel like there's so many examples of that like in this case people reaching out to you right Mm -hmm. to go and have a conversation with others that they could themselves but it's like why why is there that comfort in a way or whatever that is, right? It also comes out guilt. That's yeah. also a guilt thing. A yeah, guilt they, thing. they have like a discomfort to approach that situation. So mm-hmm. then they come to you because they see it like you're more comfortable mm-hmm. to have that conversation. Yep. But then for me, I feel like the same, like... Like, when we had our family meeting. Mm -hmm. But I think other times, too. Well, now with the project that I have with the family. Mm -hmm. And even before any of that, just with my mom. Like, I'm seen in a certain way where, like, at times they'll even straight up say, like, oh, I didn't. Like, you took psychology, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what does that have to do? (laughs) You know, I took so many classes throughout the years. But I just pick and choose some skills and knowledge that that have stayed with me. It doesn't make me like some psychologist or like, teacher or counselor, yeah. counselor, right? But that's how the family sees us sometimes. Like, or or even my dad has commented, like, "Well, you weren't you studying to be a teacher? Like, didn't you want to do that?" And it's like, okay, but what does that have to do with anything? Like, that's not how my schedule of courses or what my degrees are in you know like like my degrees are so basic (laughs) um everything else is just based on observation like it's like even if I didn't have some of that knowledge that I gained in college Mm -hmm. just me becoming a teen mom that totally changed my life and then I was like okay like a lot of what I'm seeing within the family, I don't want to be a part of that, so I'm about to change it. And it's a continuous thing because my kids keep growing and they keep being themselves. And I have to, like, learn to unlearn the shit I was taught to then relearn and teach my th- my kids otherwise. But also be open to receive the knowledge that they give me. Mm-hmm. Because they already themselves come with so much knowledge they have fresh eyes into this world that I by carrying other people's shit their projections their guilt their doubt their fear you know I'm not seeing things the way that they are at times so they know how to fucking ground me as well Mm -hmm. and I have to just shut up and learn to take it and and acknowledge like yeah they're fucking right but yeah that doesn't make me a counselor teacher psychologist doctor none of that like it's just interesting to observe that the family sees us a certain way and at times are comfortable enough to come with us with some information that we wouldn't even think like we need and stuff yeah. like <laughs> yeah yeah just because we think differently mm-hmm. and more openly and stuff like that does not mean that we're the family's assigned counselor, fucking therapist, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that. <laughs> therapist like, no. as well. Like, no, no. Because I know I've told you before, like, my mom, you know, she's gotten to observe me. 
the way I'm raising my kids and she'll be like, oh, well, like, so-and-so in the family, their kids are, like, rebelling or her friends and her kids, like, they're so rebellious. They're mm-hmm. such brats. And it's like, is it that they're being rebellious and brats or is it that y'all just don't know how to fucking communicate with your kids yep. <laughs> and not even, like, acknowledge them for the human beings that they are as children instead of wanting to, like, shame them for everything and project your shit onto them or make or fucking want them to live as if like they want the kids to live everything that they couldn't experience themselves mm-hmm. so it's like no I just don't happen to be an asshole to my kids like I don't know what to tell you <laughs> And and more than anything, it really comes down to having patience. Like, I talk to my kids or listen to them based on the fact that, like, my mom never had that patience for me. Mm-hmm. She Like, I'd ask her for one thing, and then <clears throat> as soon as it didn't go her way, or I didn't understand, she'd be yelling at me or be frustrated with me or mm-hmm. annoyed, right? And now, to me, it's like, I just needed you to guide me with this one thing right but instead you're yelling at me and now i don't want to come back to you to ask you for shit Mm -hmm. so with my kids it's like i just patiently guide them with stuff like Mm -hmm. they're learning i don't have to assume that because they're a certain age that they know everything that's Mm -hmm. not how life works no matter our age Mm -hmm. we always need guidance and support and and when it comes to our kids like that's really how it is like you're 21 mm-hmm. but yet that doesn't mean you know everything in life like apenas this year you're starting to learn new skills so you're going to reach out still mm-hmm. to the adults that you're comfortable with and ask them questions like help me with this how do i do that right mm-hmm. at times that's going to be your mom or your mm-hmm. dad or whatever <laughs> other adult Mm-hmm. well with certain things right <laughs> like if you want to learn how to fucking hit a hammer maybe you'll go to him i don't know i'll go to you too <laughs> <laughs> but seriously i know mm-hmm. no but yeah there's certain <clears throat> things that we're still gonna reach out to the adults mm-hmm. in our lives that we trust with their opinions and stuff yeah and so it's up to us as adults to actually shut the fuck up sometimes and listen and provide the assistance especially when the youth actually feels comfortable enough to come to us wanting to know more about life because if not yeah like my mom says she's gonna go and look up at youtube or tiktok you know tiktok (laughs) (laughs) but i've seen that too like on tiktok there's people like oh if you didn't have so and so in your life like here's this video i'll teach you how to do it on youtube there's like this guy on there like an older older guy Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm gonna teach you how to change your oil and shit like that and people were crying because they're like dude my dad never taught me that shit and that's true my dad never taught me that shit he taught my brothers but he didn't teach me yeah i was one of the people crying and (laughs) (laughs) 
which again all of that is a perfect example that could fall back on like that lack of communication mm -hmm. but then also patience and all of that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sorry i had to spit out some <coughs> just kidding <laughs> this is a no safe. judgment podcast and you're over here judging me and <laughs> this is not a safe space after all <laughs> <laughs> just to each other <laughs> Um, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, it's been oh, 40 minutes. That's a good episode. Not bad, not bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so thank you for being <clears throat> with us. We appreciate you all. Um, you could follow us on our Instagram or TikTok, Alice Malandrinas Podcast. Work in progress, always. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, we're still here yeah. figuring it out along with all of you. Little by little, little by little. See. Mm -hmm. Remember to be unapologetically you. Mm -hmm. And. All right, then. <laughs> Bye. All right. What, how do I do it? How do I? Boy. Wait. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Okay. <clears throat> Bye. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how I say it. Okay, toodles, boy, <laughs> and scene.